And so, yeah, uh, should we, should we get, get started? Yeah, 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 I suppose so. We've got our glass it. all poured out, don't we? So. Let's get that started. Mm. Now, James, welcome to pod bottle number three. Bottle three. Bottle three. There you go. We're already getting through them, aren't we? Oh, as if it was happening all on the same day. No, I imagine that. God, we'd be so steamed. We would be steamed by the end of it, wouldn't we? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. on the rails. On the now, rails. I don't think we'll go that far, but... Uh, <laughs> Hey, anyway, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of uh, Clem's Wine Corner. And uh, got an exciting one for you. Today. Got an exciting one, yes, indeed. Now we thought we'd go Argentinian. Reason is, World I'm Cup? still pretty fucking pissed about, about the World, World Cup. Cup. Or are you just pretty fucking yeah. pissed? No, no, I'm okay. pretty <laughs> pissed at the World <laughs> Cup final, and yeah. I thought I'd uh, I'd go in and sorry about that. By the way, basically pull an absolute steamer on their wines. Yeah. But yeah, not that this is going to be an unbiased review or anything. No, no. No, one of my favourite... Actually, I'll tell you what, an Argentinian Malbec is pro- it's the first thing I look for in a wine list at a restaurant, if I am being serious. I love an Argentinian Malbec. You sound like every British person... Do I? ...that I've ever met. Oh, that is a shame. You're a proper city boy, aren't you? I am a city boy. Yeah. Anyways. He's just a city boy. Yeah. Born and raised in South Detroit. And... So, what are we having today? A uh, Domaine Bousquet. It's a Malbec. Bousquet. Bousquet. Okay. It's like Sergio Busquets, you know? Maybe no. it's actually his wine. Could be. Who knows? He is Spanish, though. So, it'd be pretty a long way. Because it's uh, from the Upungato Uco Valley. It's almost on the border of Chile. Oh. Right near Santiago. Over the... Is it... What's the mountain range there that goes down the spine the of South America? The, I was going to say the Andes, but I, do you know what? I was just terrified of embarrassing myself. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, lovely wine. Uh, yeah. Well, as we always do, man, let's give it a whiff. Let's give it a whiff. Quite a ripe bouquet. Oh. No, I'm a bit unwell this week, so I'm not really getting much out of that at all. <laughs> I saw you coming with the old decongestant. Yeah, uh, the old Sudafed. Yeah, lovely trying to, stuff. Trying to, you've, Good you've, had, you've had a bit of a block nose, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, Same yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 quite difficult to pick anything out of this wine. I mean, not because it's Argentinian or anything. Yeah. But. So if if you want to pick up a bottle of this for yourselves, ladies and gents, uh, fourteen pounds at Whole Foods, and so probably about five pound fifty everywhere else. Um, if you could let us know what this <laughs> smells like, uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. But I can smell some tobacco. Tobacco? That might be me. Yeah, and some chocolate. There, yeah. Hence, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah. 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 A bit yeah. of pepper. No, yeah. And it's got quite quite narrowly separated legs when you sort of... Ooh, you're getting into the nitty-gritty there, James. When you rotate the glass around and you sort of hold it up to the light there, it's, it's so indications that it's quite a sort of thin viscosity. Yeah, it's a beautiful purple as well. Beautiful purple. Deep purple. Great Deep. band. Smoke on the water. Um, should we, uh, should we get it on the palate, mate? Quite acidic. Could have also gone down the wrong way, but... <coughs> First impressions? Tannins. Not extremely strong. Quite well balanced, actually, the tannins. Quite dry. I'm going to have another go. Acidic. 
You can definitely feel a lot more pepper and maybe smoke as well, like uh, like like the last one last week. Definitely pepper. Oh, really? Definitely pepper. Pepper and definitely some 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 strong smoky notes there. But almost a sort of vanilla finish. Oh, see, I don't really pick up the yolk there, James, but maybe it's just my nose. What about vanilla? Well, vanilla and oak kind of go together, actually, in wine tasting. It tends to be the case when, uh, when a wine, you see, is oak-aged. Okay. So that's when it's put into a barrel yep. after fermentation. And it... That's it, is it? That's the vanilla that I'm picking Literally up there. A bit aged there. Yeah, nice. Not quite as dry as the one with, that we had last week. The Wild Earth. That was a, that was yeah, that was quite was a more, dry that was more Pinot. Wild. That was more wild. More wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely though. But um, I think this one's probably a bit more me. This one's ah, probably a bit see, more well, me. As much as I, am uh, I'm, 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 I'm pretty frustrated with Argentina for winning the World Cup, mm. being the patriotic Frenchman that I am. I could see myself enjoying this lovely Malbec amongst my fellow Screaming Meals compadres around a crackling fire. Ranchdard. Mm. Ranchdard. I've never been. What about yourself? Much like Argentina. Um, for me, look, this is, as I said earlier, it's not the most expensive of wines, so it might be one for sort of, you know, like, a, like the tra- your old train beers there. But wine, mm-hmm. you know, on the way back from a Millwall right. game. So you're going, you're, you're juxtaposing Stad with the tube. Yeah, southeastern line. Yeah, yeah. Um, they always say the southeastern line is is like the um, like the what's that fancy train in Europe? The the Orient Express. Orient Express of southeast England. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. That's how it's. I mean, that's how it's often described to me. That's how I was sold. And so you'd have it on on the pisser. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, a train. Yeah, yeah. Just tuck myself away in the bathroom there. Probably skull the first half and then sort of sip away at the second half. Get on the old vape. Um, and just have an absolute roarer of a time. Oh, well, you do you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, to round it off, I think it's, 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 it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty no, good. It's, it's a nice wine. It, it definitely is. Um, and, the, and the color, I mean, let's talk about the color. Beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I, if I could paint my house any color, I'd paint it purple. You, you'd paint it in Malbec. I'm pretty sure I've painted my bathroom in Malbec a few times before as well, actually. <laughs> you 100% have. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, so should we go back to uh, news of the week? CWC news, my favourite segment. This favourite segment of the week. <laughs> no, I've got I've got an absolute banger for you. And that, look, there you've probably seen this a little while back. Um, there was that almost meme. I'd go as far as saying is of had Domino's delivery driver just popping wheelies. We'll post it. We'll post the story up in the link. We'll add a couple of photos there. But the pizza chain has launched an investigation. Jeez, this is like FIA it's stuff. It's like Met Police. Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. But oh, and he crashed. Oh, he crashed. So yeah, he, so caught on camera. He was motorbike stunt before crashing in the road. I only saw the photo. I didn't actually realize that he had a shunt. Oh, so he had a massive to do. I think he's okay. Oh, good. Um, a spokeswoman for the American chain confirmed the incident was under investigation and called it wholly unacceptable, which in my books is completely acceptable. Anything- no, 100%. I mean, it's not because every single person with an L plate on, on a moped in London believes they're Valentino Rossi that you, you've got to stop them having, like, doing wheelies. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the culture. 
They are annoying devils as well. The old the scooters around London. They really don't oh, give a shit about well the traffic rules. These days. But you know what? Respect. Mm. Oh, because if you can pop a wheelie like that, mate, you're allowed to to essentially just drive with no rules. You know, if I if I can be a bit cliche here, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Imagine, you know, is that why you're in insurance? Exactly, mate. Exactly. I love insurance. It's actually bad. That's actually bad. Like everyone in the office just thinks I don't have a life. All they th- they think all I do is just insurance and podcasting and and drinking. Um, and I wish they were sounds wrong. healthy. Yeah, yeah. But, sounds healthy. Um, but you know, the, yeah, this chap's just out there popping. Drop the investigation. Launch an investigation into how this guy could train other people who work for Domino's. Yeah, because um, I, I get, I bet you he gets your pizza on time. Look, if you, if Domino said to me when I put my order in for you know, ten thousand pounds or whatever a pizza costs from Domino's these days, um, look, there's a fifty fifty percent chance that your pizza will actually arrive. But if it doesn't, we'll send you the video uh, of the, the delivery driver crashing or doing having a wheelie. Yeah, yeah crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd pay for that. So would I. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, well. Thanks, James. See, that's my solution. That's insightful. Yeah, 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 solution no, that I, I'd have the same. I'd have the same result. Same yeah. result. Close, yeah. Case closed. We, we could even go as far as, as, as introducing it because through the context that you Just and give I him both a couple have. Penalty points. Yeah. Even that. Uh, give him a raise. Actually, yeah. Give him a raise. <laughs> <laughs> give him a raise. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back onto our uh, uh, next segment. So I, I found a, a particular a particular one that might tickle your your funny bone there, James. Obviously, you've been working in uh, in plane. Uh, flight insurance, uh, airplanes. Back in the day, back in the day. That's yeah, that's how I started in the and, industry. And uh, so there has been this uh, this this particular this particular woman, Stephanie. Uh, she <laughs> ah, she was woken uh, when a lump of blue ice. Blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crashed. not good. Do you know what blue ice is? No, it crashed through the ceiling, fifteen feet from her head. Now, she believes it's frozen excrement. She's correct. She is correct. Is she? Blue ice. So blue ice. For those who don't know, is um, is what essentially you when you uh, have a have a private moment on an aeroplane and then the mm-hmm. old toilets there, mm-hmm. uh, it basically goes into a silo that, and um, that uh, freezes obviously because you're at altitude and whatever else. And also, if it wasn't frozen, it, it I dare to say it might smell. Um, See so yeah, the blue ice, and it's actually a really common thing to happen is that when the landing gear opens or whatever blue eyes will fall out and fall on houses and worst case scenarios you know cause some some damage to people but luckily 15 feet away from the danger zone here no no from ahead from ahead it it did destroy her roof so it must have been a massive steam there was another case we had and we'll we'll have to um we have to beat the name of the airline here because they were a client of my old company at the time um but uh, ethiopian airlines had a case where a, a chap uh, was looking to get out of the country that he was in. Uh, and so he climbed up through the landing gear of a 737 and hung out there and he was like, happy days, I'm out of this joint. What he hadn't quite factored in is the fact that when you are that high above the ground in something like a 737, first of all, altitude 
an altitude sickness that becomes an issue quite fast because I don't know if you've ever been on a plane, but but they tend to ascend rather quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the second thing, uh, hypothermia, because if you, you know when you're on the old flight screen there and you're just oh. bored and you say, what's the temperature outside? And it says something like negative seven hundred. Now you see, the, 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 it's interesting that you say this because I had my own personal experience um, with planes, and uh, one time I jumped out of one with a parachute on the, on my back. See, that's safe. That's fine. It's when you don't have a parachute that comes an issue. And you get into issue. a landing gear. Yeah, so he should have really kind of thought ahead of that one, not only on the parachute front, but also taking into consideration hypothermia and altitude sickness. So yeah. the poor bugger ended up uh, dying when he was up in, yeah, yeah. in the air at, at a certain point. But um, the real issue as far as the insurance market arose um, on the descent into Heathrow, and if, for anyone who's listening who's ever thrown into Heathrow, flown into Heathrow rather, uh, you sort of come across all London, suburban London, West London, yeah, yeah, the rest of it. So right round where you want to buy a house. Actually, yeah, Putney. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was the inspiration behind the, the postcode there. Um, so when the landing gear opened, this this fella who was, I mean, as frozen as a block of ice by this point, um, fell from the landing gear into someone's back garden. So. Imagine, you, like, rather than blue ice, you're just sitting there watching Match of the Day and all of a sudden, da-douche! In your back What's garden. Four feet into the ground, oh, old love goes over, has a look, and, and buddy, there's, there's some fella there. And he's just frozen. Now, how does that work for insurance? Well, it's... <laughs> I don't know how long we've got on this podcast or how interested people will be in aviation liability claims, but... Uh, not well is the short answer as, as to how that goes. It is covered though. But anyways, so back to the blue ice. Basically, yeah. massive steamer landed on her head. Yeah, huge she was, steamer. She wasn't happy. Big old frozen steamers. Well, hey, if it does damage to your roof there, I reckon she should get paid. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. You got your material damage section there. That's no worries. Easy. I and mean, they'll, and they'll have you 15 know 15 feet from her head. Imagine the headshot. Mm. And where, where was this, by the way? Where, where was the? Um, where did the incident occur? Oh, I couldn't quite find it. Uh, I believe probably the UK. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it was Heathrow. Well, well I mean, it, let's just pray it wasn't America. Because we know what they're like with the lawsuits. Mm, massive. Yeah, they love it. It's almost, actually, you, no, Canada, actually. Canada? Well, close. 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 Yeah, crikey. I can see that. No, but it blew ice. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. I can Have tell you, you ever had blue ice dropped on your house? No. No. It's not been one of those incidents where Keezy has taken a massive steamer. No, no, it hasn't happened to me, but uh, no, I've, I've definitely seen, I've read the reports. Um, I've, I've, I've done the, the hard yards to understand the <laughs> you, issue. You, you, you sorted out the claims. I used to, yeah. That actually used to be my job as aviation. Uh, I was an aviation claims broker, oh, which, is, oh. which is why I'm a terrible flyer. <laughs> so you're the man who would pay people off when shit landed on their house essentially yes yeah i was essentially a shit broker i think, we've, I think we've covered all the <laughs> i think we've covered all the bases there james but uh yeah, yeah it's great uh, let's, to... let's swing it back to the wine quickly yeah. before we round it out and um give us an out of 10 on this one mate because I, th- I don't think I'm, i don't think we nailed down the last one to an out of 10 out of 10 um i'm gonna go for a four purely because it negative two points just for the fact that it's argentinian and they're still sort of on my bad side yeah no i can i can i can understand your rationale uh same reason i don't drink any english wines um do they even exist yeah oh, apparently man. Actually, do you know what this is this really gets on my goat this 
um, is English people who are not known amongst English people to be arrogant, but are known to the rest of the world to be extremely arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you mention English wines, some bastard in the room will pipe up and go, oh, do you know what? There's actually some really nice English wines now. No, there's not. There, there isn't. There isn't. Firstly, they either come from France or nowhere. Well, steady on there, fella. Uh, New Zealand what? But there is no such thing as a good English wine. Mm. And I won't be budged on that. Global warming. Look, give it time. Give the planet some time to heat up. It may or may not happen. I tell you what, Bordeaux will be Cornwall. Well, Bordeaux would be more like uh, your Sahara. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, no, 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 but I mean, the future Bordeaux will be in Cornwall. So you yes, might as well, well buy, yes, I see you might yes, buy yes, quite, some quite, quite, quite. You yeah. might as well buy some land. Yeah, I spent a bit of time in Cornwall. That could be a long-term, real long-term project. Maybe. Hmm. Do you think we'll be alive long enough to see the explosion of Cornish wines? I guess we don't really know where this whole global warming thing is going. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm sure someone does, and we just haven't read up on the fact. If it If it explodes, it'll be on Clem's wine corner. Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, no, even then, I, I still put my foot down. English wines can absolutely fuck off. And uh, and that's it for this week, fellas. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, there's bottle three for you. Waiting for bottle four. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks, mate.